Hi, welcome back. I was just documenting how um, there's no absolutely fucking no reason that they are not allowing me to post this video on, or they won't restore my content about Lady G. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Abandoned car mystery. Uh, boring. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I need a creation. What the fuck did I sign up for? Oh my god. Need to unsubscribe from that. Who the fuck that is? Okay. Nobody showed up. Stop stuffing sopping wet bags of ice into your cooler. I've um, got a brand new fridge on we Okay, suck it. Lawrence James, this is embarrassing and dangerous. to go. Lawrence Jones. On Fox. My religious cousin to Fobstein. Oh man. Come on, where's Midas Touch? Absolute torches. Republicans to their face was a must-see. I've actually seen that. See, I thought I... I thought Episode I of Legal AF Today. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office has signaled that criminal charges against Donald Trump are likely and are likely to happen soon. We'll discuss a New yeah, York federal judge on. has ruled that evidence of Donald Trump's past sexual assaults yeah. can be shown to a jury during next month's federal trial in the defamation lawsuit brought against Donald Trump by E. Jean Carroll. We will break down the federal court's ruling. Donald Trump's senior 2020 campaign lawyer Jenna Ellis, kind of embarrassing just to even say that sentence, entered General into Ellis. a stipulation with a Colorado legal disciplinary judge, the presiding disciplinary judge, that is, admitting that she lied repeatedly about her claims that the election was stolen and election fraud, and she stipulated to a series of lies that she made. Will discuss and in the new york attorney general's civil fraud lawsuit against donald trump and his adult children seeking at least 200 white house reporter on cpac from trump is full of shit children. at least one of those adult children ivanka is apparently throwing the rest of the family under the bus yep you heard that right in a new legal filing ivanka is saying look if anyone engaged in this misconduct, if anyone prepared the statement of financial conditions, it's them, not me. Let me out of this, or at least delay the trial as it relates to me. We'll discuss that here on this episode. And finally, Jack Smith, the courageous special legal counsel, AF. and his stellar it's legal two team hours ago. attended a hearing. Indictments against Washington, Donald Trump are imminent more this week. Seeking to compel more testimony nah, from Donald Trump's nah, lawyer, Evan Corcoran, 
based on the crime fraud exception for his involvement in potential obstruction of justice relating to Donald Trump's theft of government records. And at the same time, Donald Trump is seeking to preclude or exclude grand jury testimony given by some of his other former lawyers. This is Legal AF, and do we have a great show for you. Action-packed would be uh, a understatement here, Popak. <laughs> Popak, tell us about the glasses you're wearing, and tell us about <laughs> this episode. If I wasn't a co-anchor after that lineup, I would be so excited to listen to what we're going to do <clears throat> today, and we have a special guest we're keeping in the wings at the appropriate moment, and you'll know why they're Michael on for Cohen. That. I was doing, Ben, Glenn as a practicing trial lawyer, I was setting up with my team my own trial calendar. So, of course, I looked at the trial calendar for Donald Trump. Uh, forget the campaign calendar. Let's look at the thing that matters. We have a April defamation case uh-huh. going to trial uh-huh. in her civil fraud and rape case involving uh-huh. Carroll. We have a um, an, uh, another civil fraud case against the entire family seeking a death penalty that's going to trial in October. Uh-huh. We've got one we haven't talked about too much, but we will a little bit today. <laughs> the death penalty to the Trump organization. What did I say? Death penalty to Donald death- Trump? <laughs> stays in the pot. <laughs> stays, in, stays in the pot for sure. All right. So, so we've got April defamation. We've got October civil fraud. We've got a January trial now, January 2024, in the ACN multi-level marketing pyramid scheme against all of the same suspects, all of the same Trump family. That's in Southern District of New York Federal Court. We don't. We haven't talked too much about that. And then still to come, we've got Mar-a-Lago, what we're talking about today, Georgia election interference with Fawnie Willis. We've got the other grand juries about Jan 6th and money laundering fraud using Trump's PAC. And maybe, maybe, maybe in the month of March, we might have an indictment of Donald Trump in the Stormy Daniels hush money, uh, uh, hush money affair. So... Wow, that's a trial calendar that that I would not want to wake up in the morning to if I was Donald Trump. Or when you say the hush money affair, you know, Donald Trump's, I guess, defense that he's been testing out. He had Alina Haba go on TV and he's been saying it is no affair. No affair actually happened. And as I said on on my social media platform, I was like, I was like, look. Thankfully, he's got the dumbest lawyers in the world. He's gonna he's gonna go with the defense that he never well. He had 2.5 seconds of sex with Stormy Dana. So maybe that does uh-huh. not constitute a fair. But if he's going to go with there was no sex and she was extorting him, that seems to be the defense that he's setting up because he's saying that and his lawyers are saying that, wow, is he going to lose very, very, let, let me, very quickly there. Let, let me comment on that because this has gotten conflated in the press. And also it doesn't matter under the elements of the crime or the civil case. We're not claiming and the... The appropriate unreason- uh, uh, plaintiffs, lawyers, are not claiming that prosecutors don't have to prove that there was an affair. The charge is he had sex one time in Las Vegas in 2006 with Stormy Daniels. Whatever he did with Stormy Daniels doesn't really matter. You don't have to prove that. But there is indefensible, immutable facts. And he can't even argue about the payment of the $30,000 through the National Enquirer, brokered by Michael Cohen, with the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, backed up as a legal expense and bonuses to Michael Cohen. 
Those are facts already developed by the feds in prosecuting Brian Michael Karen Cohen related to that. CPAC. These are facts he's not going to be able to get away Low from. He may not like the timeline, but that is the timeline that LOL. will ultimately lead, we hope, to his indictment in the month of March. Well, to break this down for us in more detail, who better to talk to us about it than Karen Friedman Agnifilo, our co-host on the midweek edition of Legal AF, and of course, uh, a fan favorite contributor here on the Midas Touch Network. And for those just tuning in before joining us here at the Midas Touch Network and becoming a very successful lawyer in private practice, Karen Friedman Agnifilo, during the Cy Vance tenure, was the number two in all of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. So she was basically one of the people running that office. So there is no one who knows better what is going on in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office than her. Karen Friedman Agnifilo, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you here on the weekend edition. We love seeing you on the uh, midweek edition. And could you break down what's going on with the breaking news this week coming out of the Manhattan DA's office? Sure. Yeah, really big news uh, happening at the Manhattan DA's office. So there's been confirmation that Donald Trump was given an opportunity to testify in the grand jury. So what that means is in New York, when you charge someone with a felony, you can either start by charging a criminal complaint or you can go straight to the grand jury. Either way to proceed on a felony, you have to be uh, have the grand jury has to charge you with a felony. And so in long-term investigations, they often just go straight to the grand jury, which is what they're clearly doing here. And in a case like this, they give the, the one of the very last things they often do is you give a potential defendant the opportunity to testify because that way he could explain if he wants his side of the story, he could give his defense and a grand jury still has to vote one way or another. And that was done here. And so what that means to me is they are very close to charging him. I, I would say within two weeks, we are going to see an indictment of Donald Trump by the Manhattan DA's office, Alvin Bragg. Now, let's talk a little bit about whether or not we think Donald Trump's going to testify in the grand jury. I would probably say there's a 0% chance that he's going to testify, but it's always possible. Uh, what would have to happen in, in New York when you testify yeah, in a grand jury, when anyone testifies in a grand jury in New York, they're given uh, what's called transactional immunity, meaning they're immune from prosecution from that that particular matter that you're testifying about. So obviously they're not going to give that to Donald Trump since he is the you know, potential defendant. Uh, what instead he would have to happen is he'd have to waive immunity. And so you go in with a lawyer and the lawyer doesn't get to talk. You get to tell your side of the story, and but you have waived immunity. And that's why I think there's, there's no way that he's going to go in and give his side of the story because any statements he make can then be used against him at the trial. So, so that's where we are at, at this point. They're going in the grand jury. They already have some witnesses who've gone in the grand jury. There's going to be more witnesses. I could see a, an indictment coming as early as next week, but my guess is it's um, within the next two weeks. 
the the charges that I think are going to be are going. Sorry, about Boogie is is wanting a little attention here. We so embrace I, I, the justice pups on the Midas Touch Network. Yeah, he's we he's are, just like, why aren't you petting me during all of this? So he'll, say hello to Boogie. See, I disagree. I think what he wants talent. to know Earth is when uh, Donald Trump is going to be held accountable. I think that uh, the pup is really excited when you said two weeks, Check potentially even as early as next it. week. And one of the things here that we've been saying by following the data and those who watch Legal AF know this, and I think it's been a bit of an unpopular opinion that we've held here, though, is that the Manhattan DA is going to be the first to indict. Popak thought Fawny Willis, so I'll call him out. But I've been saying the Manhattan DA has been the first to indict. But Fawny Willis got a little bit delayed, a little off track, it seems, recently. But I think she's ultimately going to indict um, as well. But look, we followed the data. Karen, you had you had Alvin Bragg here on the Midas Touch Network, and he couldn't say a lot. But we could put together the data points. What, what, what else do you think our, our viewers should know? Yeah, so there's a couple other things. So... This is about the Purdy Shuffle. Bernard Pretty Purdy. Hey, no. Quarter notes. Half notes. Hold. Eight, six, deep. Dotted. Triplets. And the rebound with the ghost notes. You're controlling them. When you control them, like, is it unreasonable for me to expect as a citizen of the United States of America to have a United States senator have basic cognitive function? Honestly, 
I've seen bigger crowds at high school PTA meetings. <laughs> True story. But nonetheless, they did pack the place for uh, Don Sr., uh, the former president himself. Donald Trump showed up. Mean, Don. We can skip most of it. I'm not going to fact check him because, after all, I spent yes, four years covering this man, and we all know he's full of shit. We there do is know nothing that. that he says that can be counted lies. on as being factual. If Don. Donald Trump Washington were to Post. tell me that the sun rises in the east, honestly, I'm going to look out the yeah, window just to check. Freaking but he did say something that was of interest, and I'm going to quote it. I am your warrior, I am your justice, and for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. The yeah. Christians love this kind of talk, and Very that's Donnie at his best, flinging the bullshit high and high and far and low. But I want to, for all those evangelical Christians, <laughs> I would like you to take a look at this. This is Matthew 7.15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing and inwardly rabbiting wolves. Is it unreasonable for me to expect as a citizen of the United States of America to have a United States senator have basic cognitive function? legislature mostly because they, they don't know what the, the Republicans don't know what the fuck they're doing they don't even know how to write legislation yeah <laughs> oh shit right okay well I can't change that 
Okay, I agree to my story. Gonna start a new highlights on Instagram. That is heckling. Heckling for America. <laughs> is it unreasonable for well, me to expect as a citizen of the United States crowd. of America like, to have a United States senator in the basic cognitive yeah. function? Is it unreasonable for well, me to expect as a citizen of the United States crowd. of America like, to have a United States senator have basic crowd. cognitive yeah. function? Is it unreasonable for well, me to expect as a citizen of the United States crowd. of America like, to have a United States Senator have basic cognitive yeah. function? Yeah. Like, all of us in this room have the is it unreasonable for well, me to expect as a citizen of the United States of America to have a United States Senator in the basic cognitive function? Okay, I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna upload it quickly too on um, Reels on Facebook. Create. Is it unreasonable for well, me to expect as a citizen of the United States crowd. of America to have a United States Senator in the basic cognitive yeah. function? Okay. 
I'm uh, writing Good little puppy, you don't live on the street. You don't want no money, you want something to eat. Got your own water bowl, you don't need my drink. Take a shit and walk off like you don't think. You your own boss, you don't need no leash. All your shots up to date, you ain't got no. You a good little puppy, you don't live on the street. You don't want no money. Oh man! Look, I'm here to give a special thanks. as well YouTube shorts and uh, a couple of YouTube shorts maybe I can just uh, turn it off or something while I'm Hi there this is a message for the Department of Justice daily reminder that every mass shooting that happens in America blame yourself Diaper Don has been calling for civil war. 
and you've done nothing. When are you going to do your job? Hi, baby. This is a message for the Department of Justice. Here's your daily reminder that every mass shooting that happens in America, blame yourself. Diaper Dawn has. Daily reminder about mass shootings! Exclamation point. for the Justice Department, the White House, and the Congress. This is my formal objection to your inaction. Y'all took an oath to defend this country and defend the Constitution. You're failing miserably. Oh, this is a message for Our government is failing us miserably. My new song. What's it called? My new song. Visualize. See hole. Follow for more. Original music. Should have put original music. Okay.
Exclamation point. Trumpzilla strikes again. I want some snacks or something. Do what you want. Bond him and a dream. Hi, welcome back. Thanks for coming to my comedy show. Here's my impression of Trump at January 6th. They're beautiful, guys. Blame yourselves, America. Blame yourselves, comma, America, exclamation point, hashtag arrest Trump now.
Okay, I'm gonna upload the video. Is it unreasonable for More me to expect as a citizen of the United States? Low energy speeches and tiny crowds, exclamation point, lol, so funny, hilarious. Ha ha ha. This is my comedy shtick. <laughs> the stick, stick, stick. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, scroll away, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to my comedy show, bitches. Comedy show, bitches. Smiley face. Right. to help ourselves and, and before I give you a cake I have to have a cake first and to describe the ingredient yes it's good but it's time for each of us truly have to make a cake for ourselves yeah as as the Buddha teach you know be the land of yourself yeah light up your own light and start walk your journey so and truly being humble because when you make mistake, this will give you an, op an opportunity to strengthen yourself.
because, you know, as you notice, a lot of people become very successful in life in terms of business-wise. Sometimes they become arrogant. They look down upon people. But at the same time, all of us as a human, we want happiness. We want people to love us. We want people to respect us. We want people to be kind to us. Somebody, we have to help ourselves. And somebody, we have to help ourselves. And, and as Dr. Baker reflects on um, the teachings of the Buddha. <laughs> Dr. Baker reflects on the teachings of the Buddha. <laughs> okay, what other groovy stuff? Victims. This guy was pretty brutal because we're talking about the same guy that Jesus I just told you about. Jesus? Christians are praying to Satan. Exclamation point. Billy Carson proves it. Exclamation point. Billy Carson proves it. If you like to have your mind blown, comma, subscribe to my channel, exclamation point, and check out my podcast, hashtag politics AF, in which I cover ancient history, archaeology, new developments, new documentaries, etc., exclamation Especially the Anunnaki, Sumerian tablets, emerald tablets. Billy Carson. Chuck Smith zeroes in on Trump's massive money laundering scheme. Hmm, interesting. Let's check that out. Wonder what Jack Smith's ethnicity is. Even a more freedom If you can dream it, the bread provides. Micellus from the Midas Touch Network. One of the areas we're learning that Special Counsel Jack Smith is very focused on. 
It's not getting a lot of media attention, but it is very specifically on potential money laundering that took place by Donald Trump through his campaign committees and the various alphabet soup of fascist disinformation spewing political action groups that he created basically to grift money from cult members and ultimately or allegedly, to pay himself and those in his inner circle. Mm -hmm. Now, how Trump concealed the payments ultimately to the end user or to the end recipient is by using organizations in-house which were declared as the recipients of the money from the various political action organizations and committees. And so what Trump would do, he would report payments being made to this entity but not ultimately where the money ended up and who was being paid by this entity or these entities. And specifically, there are two main entities that I think that Special Counsel Jack Smith is very focused on. And I want to give a hat tip to the Campaign Legal Center, the CLC, because they've been flagging this issue for a very long time. In fact, back in January of 2021, they wrote a letter to the Federal Election Commission, which is perpetually deadlocked and really can't engage in any agency action. But they showed and provided a great deal of information in specifically this January 28, 2021 letter to the FEC, the money laundering scheme engaged in by Donald Trump. Special Counsel Jack Smith is very focused on that issue. Also, if you look in the appendix of the January 6th committee report, they also spend a lot of time in the appendix going through what I'm about to discuss. And look, I know the more talked about issues, if you will, end user or to the end recipient is by using organizations in-house which were declared as the recipients of the money from the various political action organizations and committees. And so what Trump would do, he would report payments being made to this entity but not ultimately where the money ended up and who was being paid by this entity or these entities. And specifically, there are two main entities that I think that Special Counsel Jack Smith is very focused on. And I want to give a hat tip to the Campaign Legal Center, the CLC, because they've been flagging this issue for a very long time. In fact, back in January of 2021, they wrote a letter to the Federal Election Commission, which is perpetually deadlocked and really can't engage in any agency action, but they showed and provided a great deal of information in specifically this January 28, 2021 letter to the FEC, the money laundering scheme engaged in by Donald Trump. Special Counsel Jack Smith is very focused on that issue. Also, if you look in the appendix of the January 6th committee report, they also spend a lot of time in the appendix going through what I'm about to discuss. And look, I know the more talked about issues, if you will, in Special Counsel Jack Smith's investigation is what took place on January 6th, the insurrection itself, as well as the fraudulent and phony elector scheme, as well as Donald Trump's intimidation and harassment of local and state election officials. But you always got to follow the money. And the Department of Justice, and particularly people with a history in the Integrity Division, which Jack Smith led, 
are very focused and are very aware of money laundering schemes just like this, where a straw man or a straw person is used to hide ultimate end recipients of funds who are basically being bribed through money that is being laundered. So let me just go over, for example, what the CLC, the Campaign Legal Center, uh, wrote in this January 28, 2021 letter, because this is precisely what Jack Smith is focused on. Goes, CLC writes to supplement a July 28, 2020 complaint against Donald J. Trump's authorized campaign committee, the Donald J. Trump for President Inc., and one of his authorized joint fundraising committees, Trump Make America Great Again Committee. CLC's original complaint alleged that the Trump campaign and Trump Make America Great Again Committee violated 52 U.S.C. Section 30104 Sub B5 by laundering hundreds of millions of dollars of campaign spending through firms created and or managed by senior Trump campaign officials, namely American-made media consultants, and Parscale Strategy. And Parscale Strategy is obviously run by Brad Parscale, who worked in the Trump Organization. This activity continued after CLC's original complaint. Over the course of the four-year presidential cycle, Trump's committees routed $769 million through AMMC, based on reports filed to date. The Trump campaign and Trump Make America Great Again Committee remain the only committees that have ever reported paying AMMC. Um, Trump's committees also continued paying Parscale strategy after our original complaint and have reported routing a total of $9.1 million through Parscale strategy since 2017, right? So $769 million went to an organization that's purely created by Trump to receive money from Trump's political organizations. That's the AMMC, the American-made media consultant. So what Trump does, he only reports money to that entity or to Parscale Strategy, and then we don't know what those entities then do with the money. Who are they sending the money to? One of the things that we've learned through the January 6th committee and through Jack Smith's investigation and other reporting is that a lot of this money was used to pay lawyers who were involved in essentially obstructing justice and basically telling witnesses not to testify and not to remember critical details. So special counsel Jack Smith is definitely going to be focused on that there. This video is brought to you by Masterworks, and congratulations to some of you who may have gotten a return when they recently sold a painting for a 13.9% net return. See, Masterworks is a company with a pretty cool concept. Masterworks allows you to invest in and own fractional shares of some of the most rare and exclusive artwork. The Masterworks research team uses proprietary data to determine which artist markets have the most momentum, and then their acquisition team locates what they believe is a good piece at a fair price, and they purchase the work. They then file an offering circular, 
with the Securities Exchange Commission, allowing you to invest. And then Masterworks usually holds the artwork for three to ten years. Then they sell the painting. And if the investment is successful, the investors receive their money back, plus their pro rata share of profits after the fees to Masterworks are paid. We're talking about works by Banksy and Picasso. By signing up with Masterworks and investing in paintings by these artists, you will become a fractional share owner of these historic paintings. Here are some more good news about Masterworks. In Masterworks' last three sales, they've delivered net returns of 17.8%, 21.5%, and 33.1% to their investors. So their investors got their money back plus a handsome profit. That doesn't mean future always be this way, but in my mind, if you have the ability to do this, and again, only if you have the ability, you get to own a part of a legendary piece of artwork, and there's always that potential that you can make a profit. Nearly 600,000 people have signed up so far, and to keep up with the demand, Masterworks is launching new paintings on a weekly basis. New offerings have sold out within minutes, but you can gain priority access to new offerings when you sign up at the link in the description. Net return refers to the annualized internal rate of return, net of all fees and costs, calculated from the offering closing date to the date of sale is consummated. IRR may not be indicative of Masterworks paintings not yet sold, and past performance is not indicative of future results. See important reggae disclosures at masterworks.com slash cd. So where might the end users be? Where might the end recipients be who are uh, receiving this money? Well, you go into the January 6th appendix, and they have uh, one of the things in their report is called follow the money. You know, And one of the areas, um, one of the people who seem to be making money, a lot of money, is White House Deputy, former White House Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino. Um, personally and through one of his LLC. And FEC records show that Scavino would make about $9,700 a month on the Save America payroll um, and was also making $20,000 a month to an entity called Hudson Digital LLCs. They created a web of these LLCs also, the report from the January 6th committee links Hudson Digital LLC to Scavino, but Scavino is making about $20,000 a month there um, and started getting a lot of money, you know, again, um, all after the 2020 election. Another person in Trump's orbit was Trump's body man, if you will, Nick Luna, um, also started receiving money from the Save America payroll. Um, there's a company that's tied to Luna, another one of these shell companies that's receiving about $20,000 a month. One of Trump's speechwriters, someone named Ross Worthington, created a shell company, Pericles LLC, which was receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars. Another speechwriter, Robert Gabriel, created an LLC called Gabriel LLC, um, or a name to that effect, and or Gabriel Strategies LLC. Um, has received hundreds of thousands of dollars from the organization. You go on and on and on, and one of the things that CLC and election experts say, this may be one of the biggest money laundering schemes in campaign finance world, mm -hmm. one of the biggest money laundering schemes, if not the biggest, 
in American history when you actually follow the money. Um, and one of the things that Adav Nodi, who's the CLC senior vice president, said, the Trump's political organizations illegally concealed hundreds of millions of dollars in spending, and the dysfunctional FEC cannot even manage to do its job and open an investigation. An investigation by the special counsel into where the money went will ultimately shed light on one of the biggest campaign finance violations in history. And so... This is an area where special counsel Jack Smith is very, very, very focused on. One thing to point out as well, if you just want to see how desperate Donald Trump is for money, just look at what he's advertising on Truth Social. Like This goes to show you, this is no real billionaire. You know, This is someone who is clearly desperate. Just look at these ads. This is Trump saying... Um, this is what they're selling. Free Trump 2024 gold bars. Grab yours today. Here's another ad on uh, on their uh, social media platform. Tired of overpaying for woke insurance? Get the insurance endorsed by Don Trump Jr., the non-woke insurance company. Non-woke insurance? Here's another one. Trump issues a free watch to all supporters. Liberals are demanding it be taken down. Who cares? Okay, free watch. Okay, who cares? Um, Trump issues free one thousand dollar bill to all supporters. Claim yours now. Claim yours now. Gold bars, fake one thousand dollar bills. Does it get more pathetic than this? But look, Special Counsel Jack Smith is focused though on these financial crimes, and you'll see when this indictment comes. And I'm confident that the indictment will be coming, as I predicted, May or June was the timeline I thought. Everything suggests that that timing feels right. Again, if it's a month later or so, I don't think it comes before then. But you're going to see a major portion, I think, of the charges with these financial crimes that I just discussed about. And Jack Smith's been building a team of people who are very much experts in this area. Web of LLCs, a straw man entity that's receiving funds, hiding where these funds are all being dispersed to, and who's the ultimate end recipient. This is money laundering, allegedly, is what it appears to be. Um, but we'll see. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1 million subscribers thanks to your support. It's free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, so please hit subscribe now. And in addition to subscribing, check us out at patreon.com slash touch. We have a lot of exclusive content when you become a member of our Patreon site. But most importantly, it helps grow this independent. This activity continued after CLC's original complaint. Over the course of the four-year presidential cycle, Trump's committees routed $769 million through AMMC based on reports filed to date. The Trump campaign and Trump Make America Great Again committee remain the only committees that have ever reported paying AMMC. Um, Trump's committees also continued paying Parscale strategy after our original complaint and have reported routing a total of $9.1 million through Parscale strategy since 2017, right? So $769 million went to an organization that's purely created by Trump to receive money from Trump's political organizations. That's the AMMC, the American-made media consultant. 
So what Trump does, he only reports money to that entity or to Parscale Strategy. And then we don't know what those entities then do with the money. Who are they sending the money to? One of the things that we've learned through the January 6th committee and through Jack Smith's investigation and other reporting is that a lot of this money was used to pay lawyers who were involved in essentially obstructing justice and basically telling witnesses not to testify and not to remember critical details. So special counsel Jack Smith is definitely going to be focused on that there.